Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm Shane O'Hare of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. Join myself, Derek Krenevelt, and a guest every fortnight as we discuss video game news, video game reviews, and dissections. That's Geekscape Games every two weeks on Geekscape.net. What's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape, well, strap yourselves in for some pop culture talk. Movies, video games, comic books, all that stuff. Maybe you came here to find out what Jonathan thought of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're definitely going to get to that once the season wraps up this week. I'll be talking to Ian Kerner. We'll have a little special where we go through the whole season and talk about what it means to the MCU. Don't worry, geeks. You're going to get your Falcon and the Winter Soldier talk. But this episode, we're going to be talking a lot of filmmaking. we got a brand new podcast here on the Geekscape Network called Fem Regards, and it's all about female filmmaking. It's pretty awesome. Um, my good friends Catalina and Tessa, they um, host it. And you know what? It's just one of these podcasts that Matt Kelly found, and we talked about Matt Kelly last episode, right? we got a lot of podcasts here on the network now, and it's pretty much Matt being like, hey, I want to make some friends. I'll go out and add some podcasts to the network. And it really is great because we have so much diversity here. And it's one thing that I definitely wanted to do. Um, Don't tell IncelBot who runs my computer this, but when I was looking for a co-host, especially when I was starting to go live, uh, it was something I really wanted to do for 2020 anyway, was I wanted to start doing a live show. Um, Granted, the pandemic made us do that remotely on the internet, which I've really enjoyed. And I love having you all in the chat and talking to you all on Facebook and Twitch and YouTube, and all those cool places, um, I definitely wanted to, I, I had circled Katie, and I think Katie's amazing, she's such an amazing co-host, I love doing the show with Katie, but 
as funny and hilarious as Katie is, I think it was an opportunity for me to be like, hey, let's not have another male voice on Geekscape. Like, you have this stupid Ray Romano looking dude talking all blah, 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 like a Muppet as it is with my dumb jokes, dumb ideas, and I was totally hyper last episode. But I see Katie as like the next phase for me for Geekscape is like, hey, I want Katie to have a show. I want Katie to jump on Geekscape games. And I really want to start adding diverse voices, starting with women, to the network. If you're somebody who's like, hey, I'm a diverse voice and I'm a total geek. Maybe Geekscape's a cool place for you to start a podcast as well. I know a guy who has a uh, podcasting company. His name is Matt Kelly and Chris Fafalios of our own One Hit Thunder. Maybe that's a cool place to start putting your podcast together. But getting back to our guest today, it's really important for me to, I mean, to have a conversation with Matt. And I know he was behind it as well and say, hey, let's see if we can get more women on the network, right? We don't want this to become a boys club. Uh, we see how the internet turns out, right? <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe Tesla will get like a Star Wars movie and we don't want some nerd to get on Instagram and start running her off the internet just because she happened to be in a Star Wars movie. You know what happens. You know you're responsible. You know you left those uh, comments and you know who you are. Hopefully you're not a Geekscapist and hopefully hopefully, if you heard that, you're like, yeah, this isn't my place. Okay, enough filibustering. Let's start the episode. Expect some filmmaking talk and maybe we'll talk about the Oscars, but... Without further ado, let's bring let's bring Katie on here. And uh, Katie, that's about all I'm going to talk Man, this episode. Just feel so pumped up and ready to go, dude. Yeah. Like, that's all you're gonna. Yeah, okay, get out of here. <laughs> it's gonna be like that clubhouse. <laughs> oh. where I was like, oh, yeah. everybody, get out of here. You want it to be just lady talk tonight? Is that what you want? Because no, okay no, we don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. I mean, you can. I'm, I don't mind being. I mean, I don't mind being outnumbered, and I don't mind being run off. Like, trust me, if Geekscapes want to hear Jonathan, there's like 15 years of this stuff. This is true. This is true. You're it's just right trying to here. get me to run this show, just top to bottom. I get it. I know how managers work. I get this. I get it. Kitty, <laughs> uh, if you have time to lean, you have time to clean. All right. Oh like... man, did you ever work in a restaurant and hear that? How much does that make your blood I, boil? Okay, so here's the story, geeks. You'll appreciate this. Um, I worked at a Blockbuster. I worked at a, my two jobs in high school were a comic book store, and I also worked at Blockbuster. Blockbuster was kind of during the week and weekends, and then during the day on weekends, I'd work at a comic book store. And I had a manager who definitely gave me the, you have time to lean, you have time to clean. And <sighs> at that point, I had already gotten into to college, and I was like within like two weeks of being like, like, Avoir. <laughs> and uh and so i was just out of control mm-hmm. and i remember i deserved to be reprimanded because i was just slacking off and i was at the counter and acting like a, a cool vhs cool idiot. jockey like hey have you seen the evil dead too like what a nerd oh you like tarantino you should watch john woo's the killer ever heard of it that's so cool like i feel like that's a dead-on impression of you younger (laughs) like maybe last week younger like that's how you spoke it's only until this episode here today after 15 years that you finally dropped into an actual voice (laughs) everything else was just uh, actually so uh my manager comes over and she completely within her right says you got time to lean you got time to clean i turned to her and i said you got time to cry you got time to die (laughs) i don't know what that means i don't either but that sounds like a threat that straight up sounds like a threat and i'm surprised you didn't get sued (laughs) how do you you not get immediately fucking fired or arrested for that it was a different time in the 90s men ruled the world even if they weren't the manager (laughs) 
<laughs> that's just that's your that's your influence, man. <laughs> as far as thinly veiled threats go, that's not really that thinly veiled. That is just I will fuck you up. If you tell I will me that's kill only- you if you tell me to clean again. Yeah, I would. If I was a manager, I would be like, okay, let's not bring him back for a shift. <laughs> that's that would be my note. <laughs> I know you got a job to do. But I got a job to do too in the streets. <laughs> but first, I'm going to go over and clean the aisle. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't the best employee. I mean, mm-hmm. were any of us really <laughs> when we were younger? Yeah. I was a dumb idiot. Let's be real. <laughs> I, I said a lot of dumb things. I also brought like fish to like the office. Like I was just what? like, oh, I had I had salmon last night, and I have some leftover salmon. Big faux pas if you didn't know it, and you never worked like in an office. Fish? You just don't heat up fish in the office microwave. And you know what? <laughs> Katie, I was imagining you from like the state fair coming in with goldfish and like a Ziploc bag in water. <laughs> <laughs> like you, like you played the won, game. You guys. Yeah, like you know Lunch. the game where you know the game where they have like the empty Coke bottles out there and you have to throw the ring on the Coke bottle. <laughs> One thousand. And then like if you get like three of those things out of ten, you get like a goldfish in a bag. Which is interesting for carnivals because it's like, hey, here's a pet and responsibility for throwing a ring on a Coke bottle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, here's a life responsibility. It's like, nah, no thanks, no thanks. Um, <laughs> so were you like thinking of sharing that fish with your coworkers? No, I would, it's just, you. it's the smell. It's the smell that yeah. like offends people. So like you, you don't- You just brought it for your lunch. I just brought it for my lunch because I, the fact that I had fish for dinner the night before was a big deal. Um, thank you, Trader Joe's, because I was very poor. But like, I was like, all right, I'm getting, you know, my, my mercury poisoning and whatever. Um, and I heated it up in the microwave at the office and people were like, why would you oh, do that? That's the dumbest thing. You're immediately thing. the worst. I'm the worst. Like, I'm that person. Employee ever. <laughs> I'm the fish girl, which is not a great thing to have tagged to you, especially as a female. I just want to put that out there. You never okay. want the scent of fish near you or on you. <laughs> okay, now, now, real quick, and, and then Tell we got to bring we got to bring the femur guard kids on. But uh, did you hear this? I mean, you've heard. This. We have told this on the show. My buddy Todd has a Steven Seagal story about his birthday cake. Okay, no. so. My buddy Todd, um, okay. fuck, what's he gonna do? Karate chop me? I'm not gonna. Protect, <laughs> I'm not gonna protect his name. Maybe Todd will be killed by Stephen. Really Andrew. worried so, about this story. So, so, so Todd's a good dude, and he works in post. And he was working like early CGI in the mid '90s when they were working on a movie called Glimmer Man. And Glimmer Man has like one of the Wayans brothers teaming up in an action movie with Steven Seagal. And literally, the post department's job as far as CGI goes, was to, like, shave back Steven Seagal's neck. No, what? Yeah, like, digitally make his neck, like, like, like they had to make him look thinner, right? So The jobs we do. Now he looks like Grimace wearing a gi karate chopping people. Like, he just looks like, we might as well just paint him purple and make a McDonald's karate movie, because that's what he looks like. So, um, what ended up happening was Todd works in post, and he had his birthday. So, he had his birthday cake and they didn't finish it all. And the birthday cake went in the fridge. The next morning, Todd is driving to work and he's all, all he's thinking about is I am going to get a piece of that cake and enjoy it because it's my birthday and I'm looking forward to it. 
Steven Seagal was in that day with his no. like crew, right? The I already crew see where of, this like, is going. Yeah. Yes, men who are like, oh, Steven looks great, great Do karate shot. Want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's use that other shot of uh, him headbutting some guy. And Todd just you know is walking in, and he just he puts his stuff down, and then goes straight to the kitchen. I'm gonna have cake for breakfast. I'm so excited. It's my birthday, and I deserve it. And he walks in, and the first thing he sees is the Good refrigerator door open. <laughs> The refrigerator door is open, Katie, and Stephen Seagal is on all fours like a dog, shoveling cake with his bare hands into his mouth out of the what? fridge. Why is he on the floor, though? But why? No, I don't. Also, know. I love the speed it took. That like the door is still swung open, and he's like, <laughs> like mid act. I don't know what's happening, but he got so he was so pissed. What was he gonna do? Like it's same as the goal. Like even at like three hundred pounds, you can you can birthday choke him cake. Death, right? Yeah, he could also buy him a store that makes birthday cakes. Like I don't know. Like I would have been like. Here's just... the problem. Here's here's why I'm probably not allowed yeah. anywhere near Steven Seagal, but I would call him out. I'd be like, dude, that's my birthday cake. <laughs> yeah. I would this is what I would have done. All right. Geekscape is because like you listen to Geekscape for a reason. It's because Jonathan is just so cool. That's why you listen to a show called Geekscape. Oh boy. Um, this is what I would have done, Katie. This is what I would like to think that I would have done. <laughs> okay. I would have walked I would have walked in and been like Hope you made a wish, because it's, it's a death wish. I would have fucking slammed the 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 oh, fridge door on his face and just kept going until he and the cake are one and the same. But you know what? You just wait, and the key and the cake were already one and the same. Like, All have right. you seen the dude recently? Here's He's half the, cake. Here's the new Geekscape goal. We're going <laughs> to, to Steven Seagal. We're going we're going to befriend Steven Seagal, reenact this. Hey. And and do that scene. It's just this is this is just I'm thinking long term here. I'm trying to get Geekscape on a on a route. You know, you've on the road. Your last birthday. You know, I tried to get my ass kicked by Tyrese a few years ago at, at Comic Con <laughs> when he was like promoting his comic book. Yes. Tyrese was going around selling his comic book for ten dollars, and I hunted the entire floor for him the entire four days of Comic Con just so I could interview him and say, Tyrese, what is this? Oh, it's my comic book. Ah, a good friend, Tony Rodriguez, did the art, so I had an in. And I was, this, I was the whole point of the interview was to get to this line. I was be like, "Oh yeah, how much are you selling your your comic book for?" And Terry's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, here Comic Con signs ten dollars." I'd be like, "Great, you figured out what Hollywood couldn't. How to convince people to pay ten bucks for Tyrese?" And then I would have just waited for the out of my. You just want it. You want to be punched in the I face. I just wanted his fist to go into my face, and I wasn't. A, I wasn't gonna sue. I wasn't gonna bill him with the medical stuff. You would have just seen my broken face with a smile, like falling off camera. It would have been awesome. All right, I'm telling you, we've got a plan. There's things that we need to get done. Okay. You need All to right. say this to Tyrese. You need to get Steven, Steven Seagal. Seagal on the horn. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. We've got a plan. I mean, honestly, Katie, what I need to do is I, I got to get the Femmerguard kids on here. Absolutely, and I'm they, very they, excited. They didn't come on here to hear a bunch of false oh. machismo from this nerd in chief. Okay, <laughs> all right. Tessa, Carolina, let's get in here. Hello. Hey, welcome to the show. <laughs> Why, thank you, thank you. Oh, you by the way, those um, R's. Yes, you rolled the R's, and I just have to say the whole carnival fish thing. I won one one time, and it lived for seven years. So, like, <laughs> when you say it's a responsibility that you're winning, it, it can really be a responsibility. It, it, fish can be like they can last a long time. It's like if they gave cats out at the carnival, like it, they they're a lifelong companion. Like, yeah, they're, they're just giving them out. It's either uh, seven minutes or seven years. Like, well, yeah. 
Tessa, so I, th I think that might have been your Pokemon like companion. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I think your starter right. Pokemon. And you were like, I choose you. And then like when that thing went down and the like got flushed down the toilet, like that's probably the saddest Pokemon episode ever. Listen, we buried her in the yard because I mean okay. she stuck around that long. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. My childhood swimming pool would dump goldfish into it as like a Fourth of July event, and we'd have to catch it, like swim. It was actually kind of the what? coolest thing. And I kid you not, though, it was always really sad because they only lived for seven minutes after that because the chlorine would kill them. I was and just like, gonna say. I know. <laughs> and they have to put like extra chlorine in those pools because kids are paying them in all the time. So it's like ammonia, and it's like goodness, it's so bizarre. It was like the coolest but saddest thing. Like looking back on, I'm like, yeah, that was a bad decision. I don't know who's who was in charge. Of that. <laughs> what is the worst thing that ever happened in a communal pool growing up for y'all? Just straight up. I feel like you have a story behind that question. I do, but it was okay. awful. But 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 like honestly, like there's kids who pee, there's kids yeah. who vomit, there's like kids who like try and do the trick and they they like bean their heads on the side. Oh, what was that, Catalina? We would try to do like the matrix moves, like get like you know drown yourself to the bottom of the pool and then start to kind of like walk up the walls. Like <laughs> that was my okay. favorite thing to do, you know, sink to the bottom. I don't have any horror stories. I'm sure some kid ate it on the diving board, like you know. <laughs> I'm sure that hadn't happened. Try to do the triple Lindy from Back to School. <laughs> Just uh, right on the. Okay, head. so so this is deep cut, but we used to do like um like water crash landings as kids like we would pretend that we were in a jet fighter and there was a movie called daryl i don't remember if any of y'all remember a movie called daryl and the box art straight from the the video store was um it was daryl but it was d-a-r-y-l and daryl was this top secret like robot kid and he escapes from the army and the beginning of the movie he's a, like there's a jet that he that he's in and it's a fighter plane that he's probably taught himself how to pilot Sure, and he gets and he gets shot that, down. Those are easy fighter pilots well, he, are real he, easy he, to teach he, yourself about. It was like it was like somebody in Hollywood was like, "Let's make Terminator for kids." And, <laughs> and, so, and so at the beginning at the beginning of this movie, like Daryl gets shot into this river or this lake, and he crash lands with his feet out. So we kept trying to jump into the water like Daryl, oh, and we thought we were so entertained. But the the, the 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 what I'm telling you here about the the terrible thing you find in the pool is one morning we woke up and there was, there was a possum that had drowned in our pool. Okay, this no, poor yeah. possum. And so then we didn't want to go in the pool because we thought we were going to get this viral rabies, like fictitious possum disease. No, I, I would believe so, that. I still believe yeah. that. Don't know. Well, of course we made That's a game. That's no goldfish. That's a possum. <laughs> we made a game called possum disease where you run around and try and push each other into the pool well, and if you're infected as the possum, only one there can only be one possum at a time, only one possum disease. Uh, <laughs> and you had to run around, it'd be like, ah! you had to make it see possum sounds. So imagine like a bunch of eight to 10 year olds running around the pool, dangerously pushing each other in and going, ah! and one time my younger brother Paul and I were trying to escape my older brother Daniel. And Paul slipped and he was falling towards the pool and I grabbed at him and I was like, oh no, and he fell in the pool. And when he jumped out, he stayed character. He goes, ah! oh my 
jumped at me. I mean, the commitment to possum disease. I mean, I want to play this as an adult. I know. Honestly, I think the next time we all hang out, which will be this summer uh, at some point, we got to play the possum. We both have tools, Carolina and I, so. San Diego Comic-Con. 2022, San Diego Comic Con. We're doing possum disease. Oh God! <laughs> I could you know I have a possum that visits my my like deck area. We have a pool right next door, so you know it is. We pl- I play that every night. Like that it's a, is. It's a matter of time. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna need to like trap that for Comic Con. Oh, no, 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 no. Bring it down, to San Diego. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, so Matt Kelly's in the chat, and he said my cousin used to play alligator which was inspired by the 1980 horror film. The way the game worked was um, we swam at night and he'd swim around with goggles and pull us underwater and kill us. Uh, he's still traumatized by swimming at night from it. Did Did you all like have like any childhood games that were as like aggressive as this? <laughs> we mean, were boys. Yeah, like I, I remember in like recess, we would play war which was literally just boys against girls and it was just chasing each other and like pushing each other so it wasn't extremely violent but like people did end up with a lot of scrapes on their knees did you ever did you ever push a kid down and just be like you may have lost the battle but you might win the war or something like cool win the war yeah i guarantee it happened (laughs) did you did you ever at any point tessa give a motivational speech to the girls um, I, I have actually, cause we would choose like a captain. Um, and I'm just like a super type A person anyway. So I, a lot of times got voted the captain. I can't tell you what the speech was that I don't remember, but I do remember like all of them gathered around and being like, we're going to get the boys today. So, oh my yeah. gosh. You're like, this may not survive the Bechdel test, but today ladies, we will take the boys down. I'm so, I would exactly. so be there for it. I would be your hype woman for that. <laughs> I just want to Thank see Katie clotheslining 12-year-olds at this point. Yeah. We can arrange that for Comic-Con 2022. I know that Matt Kelly is playing Possum Disease with us. I know that is a fact. <laughs> We're doing that. Fantastic. Fantastic. I think, I think um, you know, in Comic-Con news, and this is Geekscape, I, I thought this wasn't news, but Comic-Con canceled their November Thanksgiving weekend uh convention they were going to do a mini convention called the like a special edition or the secret edition limited edition and everybody pretty much came out with an outcry being like that is a terrible idea it is thanksgiving weekend and no one wants to go at comic-con i <laughs> yeah. wasn't going to exhibit it i would i was probably i mean i could have gone down and be like walk around on saturday or sunday and check things out but exhibiting on the weekend that like you can't even get celebrities down there they're celebrating thanksgiving i don't know if that's mm-hmm. how you want to go back to comic-con no, no, no one wants to go. You want to go when it is hot as shit out and <laughs> no one's wearing deodorant and you just want to see your favorite people doing their panels, but among you can't like 10,000 the... other people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Pressing on each other. And then just, you happen to go into some kind of exhibit or whatever. No, that you want it in the summer when it's gross and sweaty and smelly and all the possums are out. <laughs> you just made it so unappealing that I think that we have to change our entire branding uh, strategy. I, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, I, I want to hand out uh, deodorant at yeah, Comic Con. Is, is what's going to happen <laughs> with like branding at, on it? Here's how we're going to get you. This is how we're going to make the customers ready, Katie. Because I, I want everybody to come to Comic Con, and we'll figure out how to make it work. Comic Con 2022, the big celebration. Come by the booth. Like Katie says, it's going to be hot. It's going to be crowded. You're going to be on your feet all day. Matt Kelly will give you a foot rub. Oh, yes. Yeah, what Matt. Think? What do you think? Yeah. Matt Kelly gives you foot rubs. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in for him to do that. 
we uh, we play like fifty person possum disease, and uh, as Matt says, let's play possum in the hot tub. We're gonna um, a little, oh, little steamy. Matt, oh no, playing, playing possum in the hot tub. Um, <laughs> you can at Matt, least cook it. <laughs> Heidi Cox will tell you. I have. I don't need any excuse to play possum when it comes to that. You know. Okay. All right. So like, I'm always kind of flatlined. Um, <laughs> what is this show? Y'all wanted to come on and talk about female filmmaking, and I'm sorry. And he's still on Steven Seagal and possums. Matt, Matthew, I mean, I'm hey, sorry. we talk about that every day. So I know. I was gonna say it's nice to change it up. You know, like. Thank you. What have you been? What What have you guys been talking about lately? Um, we've been switching it up a little bit. Um, we've been having past guests on that we had before. Um, because one thing that's been really cool is like, we're finding that we're building a whole community. So a lot yeah. of, you know, our guests are getting to know each other because of our show and they're starting to work together and stuff. So we started a clubhouse to try to like, kind of get everybody together and stuff. So that's kind of been like our focus with the podcast lately. Cause it's like, we were surprised and just like, this is awesome. So why not do what we can with it? That's yeah. how are y'all liking the clubhouse thing. Um, we're just um, sticking to like one event a month. So we're not yeah. on it like every week. Um, and so that being said, it's, it's a cool platform cause it is live post- podcasting essentially. And, and yeah, it's fun to bring back again, those guests to talk about those topics, but mm-hmm. I can't say like, yeah, I don't know. It can feel weird, but then, you know, so is everything. Yeah. Cause you're kind of right. just talking and then like randomly people are coming in and you're like, oh, and that's, you know, so-and-so, but then they're like gone. And then, yeah, <laughs> so that, that format's a little weird, but <laughs> raise the hand. Thank you for that out. comment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly what that's like. <laughs> I was pretty heavy on Clubhouse for about two months. And then recently I go in there and I'm like, no. Not for this, me. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not feeling any of these rooms. So, if if y'all are members of the Geekscape Club on Clubhouse, um, yeah, go ahead and join if you want to see a room that's called that Jonathan starts that says, "I'm eating Chipotle in my car. Please talk to me." That's that sometimes turns into the most popular room. Is I'm being dead serious. I will be like, "I'm eating Popeyes in my car during the pandemic. Please talk to me." You do and do that you'll end up like. You'll end up getting like 15 people in there being like, what is this room? I just don't want to be sold cryptocurrency anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I mean, my friend you know, belongs to a club that's like something about chewing ice. And What's they that, literally just hang out and chew ice. I don't really. <laughs> oh, there's moaning rooms where people just go, like they just do like moaning into the microphones oh, wow. and stuff like that. It's. I've actually, I've, I've seen rooms also that are just, it's just pure silence. It's just like, ah, it's a study room and we're just hanging out together. I'm like, but you're a little what what is that what was that even for (laughs) that is blowing my mind but like we are geekscape and um you know we're not social adequacy scape when did y'all start start femagard like when did y'all start up like the website and the in the film kind of i guess commentary and the podcast like how did this whole thing come together between the two of you yeah, so we um, we met in an acting class because we were both actors first and kind of got together and had an idea for our first project, which was a Western. Um, turned Ooh. out we just filmed like a little tiny, like two minute snippet of it. <laughs> but um, that was our first project. And we thought, why not make a whole production company out of it? Um, so that was three years ago, right, Carolina? 
Yeah, we did it and it started in 2018. And, Mm -hmm. you know, with dealing with horses and wranglers, like we went all out. Wow, that's awesome. Um, we were like, we need to cover our asses, like literally. So, um, (laughs) that was, and we're glad we did. (laughs) Shit went down that day, but. Oh no. No, like it's fine. It's fine. No, you know, a guy got kicked in the horse with a (laughs) Oh shit. Did he stand behind the horse? Um, yeah, they they were backing him out of the trailer and the guy, the the horse just went for it. Um, because they, but the guy was a total cowboy, like, yeah, badass, like, snap place. Just like, yeah, like he went to the hospital. They were like, no, you need to see a specialist to like pop that back in. And his hand is like this. He's like, you're serious. You're just like not going to do anything. And, (laughs) and then it was just like, and they were like, you want medicine? And he's like, do you think I want medicine? Bye. And then like came back to set. I got to impress the ladies. I got to show the ladies I'm a real tough guy. I was like, that is the most cowboy thing I've ever heard in my life. No, like he is a cowboy. And he was telling me like, he's been in worse, like, accidents of sure. like things happening um but that's that's you know that's why we talk about it on our show like why you have to contemplate for which projects not everyone needs an llc right from the get-go but we right. were like yeah if we're starting bit with the big boys then we gotta we gotta amp it up here and make sure we're okay y'all didn't want to start with like a funny you know scene no. on the on like the doorstep or no something. i, I balls to is- the wall <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Lay into the studios. Don't worry. We have a blooper reel. I see in the chat there. (laughs) Don't worry. Sockbox Studios on uh, on YouTube wants to say, put it on a blooper reel. But, you know, I think, I mean, did the movie get finished? Did the... Yes, done. we actually we kind of set it aside for a while after filming it because we just got really frustrated with post and we felt like we didn't have everything we needed and stuff. Um, and then we vis- revisited it recently and now it's done. We literally like just finished it. So it'll be released sometime later this year. <laughs> Can anyone so, find yeah. it? Like, is there like any like festival it's going to be in or like or that's anything what we're, that we can... we're figuring out where it when's going to. Yeah. Yeah. Which America's Funniest Home Videos when... is watching some dude get kicked <laughs> hey, yeah we have a, if a we can... great clip of a, a cowboy like one of the other stunt men his horse just like at one point had it and just took him down the mountain mountain riding him backwards it was insane and then our favorite little mishap that ended up being an awesome shot was tessa's horse turning around when she was shooting a gun <laughs> it's like so i'm literally like shooting backwards on a horse <laughs> she's shooting backwards Jeez. like a real cowgirl she is it's it's gonna okay. be good um are you sure your production company is not called femme fatale regards like you're not just trying to murder men with this thing like that's not just but also i mean that how much gonna fun happen. was that yeah how, it how was much so fun much fun it? But yeah. it was so stressful on the day of, I'll be of course, honest. Yeah. I mean, so stressful. Especially yeah, when you, but... you're the multi-hyphenate that you are, you know, like the yeah. director, producer, actor, writer, with all that, all that kind of thing. Like that's, that's a, enough as is. But then like when it comes to the logistics of actually shooting, like I'm sure it, mentally, like just being there is like, oh, this is everything. But like going through the process is like so tedious. What, what was it like setting up for that? Hell. <laughs> I'm like a true producer. I can't. I think, well, this is something that we love about going so balls to the wall hard about this first project is we really didn't know 
nothing. We didn't know anything about filmmaking and other than what we've researched, but it's a different thing to then actually do the stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and that's something that we're so grateful that even if we chose like literally the hardest thing to do that we learned so much from it. And yeah, now we're not going to put ourselves through that again without having <laughs> like extra help or extra money. That's why we're hoping that this film, and even though we're so proud with the little clip that it is, that we can then generate enough revenue to do the whole damn fund thing, it. fund it, and have extra help because it it's just, yeah, you can't do a micro budget with that. I mean, please, yeah. someone challenge us and do it. We we support it, but, and that's the funny thing. Like, I'm sure, like, I could be like, Tessa, I don't know, maybe we could get it under, like, this kind of budget and make it happen, but... I think the smarter, now wiser filmmaker, producer would say, no, like, let's, let's have, let's have the help because it's, it was, I mean, you have to, the weather conditions that year, for some reason, 2018, we had floods, we had fires, literally one of the stables burned down. Like we had to reschedule twice. We had to reschedule twice. We were crying. (laughs) Like, cause like producing you have to reschedule and recontract everyone all over again every time that happens and so it just all in all it was the hardest day and I had to film on my period too so women out there it's the worst on on, like day one I'm on a horse all day like and yeah it was a lot and 20 we had can I tell you (laughs) how much I understand having your your red wedding of the month uh while on a horse like that's a weird thing that I do know what it's like and it's such a terrible feeling (laughs) you don't want to just like use it as motivation like some (laughs) hack director some hack director be like great yeah use that anger (laughs) yeah you your face would be punched (laughs) you don't have to wait for Steven Seagal or for anybody I'm not the smartest one Katie but I know understand Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> yeah. who are, like, what got y'all into the whole idea of filmmaking? I know y'all are actresses, but I, I mean, I, I say this to Heidi, I say this to Katie, like, and you know what? Heidi's, I don't need to say it to Heidi. Heidi, Heidi, before I met her, had her web series and everything. You know, sometimes it's, you just got to make your own content. What are some of you, I mean, you have to, or else people are going to give you what they give you, you know? And so you got to just carve it out yourself. And it doesn't matter, male, female, binary whatever you want to do as an actor you got to make it yourself these days um what what were some of the inspirations that you took maybe growing up appreciating film and then like leading you towards becoming like actresses but then filmmakers like where are you who are your heroes that you're picking kind of as inspiration um well i know one that me and carolina can definitely agree on is tarantino like that was one of the first ones we knew that we both loved um which definitely did not come through on the western but <laughs> We'll come through in future work. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's definitely an inspiration. I think we both just love like really weird, kind of dark. um... Hey, hey, actually, Tarantino loves Westerns. I actually say I got a lot of Western stuff from him, like the sound and even the coloring. So he actually did. His influences are there. And I, I definitely took that into direction for sure. He's yeah. Sorry, Tessa. I just had to interrupt because I was like, wait, no, 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 no. He's huge on Westerns. I was just saying that. His movies are bloody. She's like, we have to shoot this weekend. We had we had wait, to what? Trust me. <laughs> you're, you're, there's guns. There's all of that. The pacing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And oh, sorry, jo- Jonathan turns into a stupid, gross joke. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. So yeah, y'all, Tarantino for sure. Tarantino was one of the Like disagreements. Like, uh, granted, y'all watch a lot of. I'm guessing y'all watch a lot of films and discuss a lot of films. We might do that later in this very podcast. But do y'all ever have discussions, like uh, disagreements, and be like, oh, "No, that person's a total hack." I mean, is there yes. somebody that like is your hero that maybe Catalina doesn't appreciate, or vice versa? That's the thing. I don't think we are ever like so anti each what each other thinks. Like, you know, we have disagreements for sure. There's definitely times when I'm like, oh, Carolina, I don't know if you can do that. And Carolina's like, no, girl, we need to do this. You know, like, and we just, it ends up whatever we figure it out. We figure out what works best for Femme Regard. But that's one thing I guess, like, I'm grateful for, for sure, is that we, we are different enough that like, we have different ideas that we come together, but we're also similar enough that it's never like, that's an awful idea absolutely not <laughs> sure, you know sure. so <laughs> right you're not you're not edging each other out on a project or anything like that that's that's yeah. awesome what uh, i know we've got the western and thing but like what's what's next in the plan of like filming like what's what's the next idea i know there's got to be something ruminating uh we're talking to spacex about going to space and shooting in <laughs> zero g and yeah we're just gonna start small i was actually just thinking actually, i was like if you, if you want a small budget <laughs> actually elon musk really solidified my like theme and thoughts for the next project which is going to be our first feature film that that we are going it's going to be a micro budget again we we reeled it back to a small plane but the idea is still big because come on but it's a psychological of course a psychological thriller and it's set in the future so um, in a world where we're all microchipped and our our thoughts are, are being transcended to a, a cloud <laughs> and, you know, we're able to then, you know, send and sync t- to who we choose to pretty much. So like imagine Ooh, yourself mind syncing to someone else. But where I was going, because everyone is easy to be like, oh, so it's like Black Mirror and like... No, it's like Demolition Man when they <laughs> use the shells to have sex. Remember that when Sylvester Stallone and... Don't ask me for advice. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let her keep going. <laughs> no, but I was I was kind of because it's set it's centered around female friendships and relationships between these two roommates who do a mind sync. And um and I thought I was trying to kind of also use um send a message with technology that, you know, we're we're fearful of of it and where it's going because, you know, it, people go back and forth to the, what social media has done for mental health and mm. et cetera. And wait in our privacy that Facebook has <laughs> in, taken, you know, off. taken off. And, yeah. um, you know, Elon kind of said it in, in this podcast, it was a Joe Rogan podcast, of course, um, four hours long. I was out yeah, cold. I was just yeah. going to say, if there's anyone who I would peg for a Joe Rogan listener, it definitely yeah. no I'm kidding. Our crowd. <laughs> hey guys but i loved that he was like you know i wouldn't mind if there was some sort of like fda like regulated thing on technology and at first i was like that's weird i would never even Ooh. think he would say something like that but he's like you know you know it's cons- like take an example like marijuana and you know now that we do have it's it's being not illegal anymore it has to be filtered through this government regulated process and yes you know things can always go haywire there but at least we know we're not getting like poisonous stuff like it's going through a filtered system and maybe systems like protection with technology should be in place because then 
you know, at the end of the day, it's human. The human is the imperfect person and is the imperfect. Yeah, we we aren't, we're going to make mistakes and use someone's driving a race car back there. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, <laughs> that's, in GTA. That's, that's, He's a that's my gang. <laughs> that's He's trying to go for I'm, the fast and furious. Uh, I'm, motif. Yeah, that's Vin. He's he's like, yeah, get in the car. I'm not getting in the car. Drive around the block a few times. Just driving around. But that's where mm-hmm. I was like, aha, yes, it goes back to my characters who are the ones that are imperfect. And, you know, the technology maybe a version of that isn't such a bad idea if it, if it helps, you know, someone not feel alone or understood better. Mm. But we need to like go back to then understanding the core that, you know, not everyone's a perfect team. No one's perfect. And, and some people are not actually a good, like they have their own, you know. I love that. It feels like it's it, <laughs> like a, a bit of a, a twist on the whole, the singularity model, you know, like the, like, oh, we should be afraid of the singularity happening. But it's like, it's, it's a little bit more like when the internet was birthed like we were, were starting to understand bigger ideas other cultures like opinions mm-hmm. from different people but this is like a little bit more mind meldy star trek i like it that's yeah and the technology is really just the vessel for the human conflict that's really where it's serving instead of like more of a a conversation that technology is horrible because i don't think it is horrible i think the reason that we can all be here today and talk and get to know one another is so cool and everyone you know the geekscape squad is out here tuning in it's it's awesome but we also need to like take measure of it sometimes i think and and really, yeah, it's the human commentary there that I'm focused on. So I'm, yeah, we're really excited for that. We're, we're like part of a filmmaker group that we're trying to go through pre-production, script work. So shout out to the back lot, our boy Noam Kroll. <laughs> He's awesome, and and yeah, so that's that's the next big thing for us. I think like any tool, right? A hammer can be used to build a house. A hammer can be used to bash yeah. somebody's brains in. And we we definitely <laughs> learned that. Uh, we yeah. I mean, we learned that throughout human history, right? Yeah, and, yeah um, no, for sure. Like, come on. Facebook is, you know, I don't know. Y'all probably saw the the, the social dilemma, the documentary on Facebook, and <laughs> yeah, and all that. And yeah, it is what it is. And I think I said it earlier. The you know, I, I say a lot of stupid stuff on the show, but in all earnestness. One thing that I did say in talking about bringing Katie on as a co-host and bringing your show into the Geekscape Network, why I just didn't blink whenever Matt proposed it, was that the, the, I would not want to be a woman on the internet. And a female you filmmaker, don't? it's like, you're you telling me that? like Michelle McLaren <laughs> has yet to get a feature action movie when she directed the best action sequences in Breaking Bad, but mm. you'll give a million dudes an action movie before you give Michelle McLaren an action movie. Yeah. Um, like Sally Jenkins had to be like poor after monster before she got the one, like even the, the, she sniffed a Thor sequel. You say and, Patty Jenkins or Sally? Uh, Patty Jenkins who did, uh, okay. I thought you said who, Sally. Who did Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah Patty, Patty Jenkins has gone on record as saying like, like when monster was going through her Oscar nomination tour, she couldn't afford to like go to dinner. <laughs> to yeah. celebrate she was paying off afi loans and oh my because she had joined the dga she could no longer go and she couldn't actually union rules touch a camera but she had made her money as a camera operator mm. up to the point of, of directing monster mm. so she was in this weird place where she had all this success critically but financially i still gotta pay those loans that True. got me to this point so um i don't know what the solution is and i it's definitely 
I mean, I'd love, you know, I'm glad y'all are part of Geekscape and I'm glad we're giving you hopefully a bigger platform, but um, as filmmakers, like I, let, let's figure out what we can do with Geekscape to help y'all along. Geekscape yeah, produced me... a couple of movies. We've we've helped a few things, but oh, um, that's really sweet. sweet. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, it's it, these are fantastic ideas, and let's let's help you out so that you can get to that point when you're on set and on the horse backwards and having <laughs> the time of your life and not worrying about all the minutia. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And that's what's been so great about like our podcast is connecting with the other women that are that we brought on the show because now we're like, cool, now we know who we can help hire and like mm-hmm. promote, move that forward. So that's that's something that's really important to us and also why we, you know, we said we, we started the production company to cover asses, but our really main <laughs> thing is yet yeah, to to, you know, tell women's stories and through the female perspective and to hire women um, in front of and behind the camera. So that's like, you know, if you're helping us, you're also helping other women in the industry because we want to hire and we're not like going to say no to men at all either. Like we (laughs) love our our male champions in the industry too, but it's, it's definitely important that we also try to, you know, find underrepresented, underrepresented people. We need somebody for the horse to kick. Yeah, <laughs> so, you need that cowboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's clear that out. Um, yeah. One thing that I think I've argued on the show before was, especially like the, in criticism of the, the Star Wars universe, was like, why are there only white dudes who directed Star Wars so far up until a point? But this is supposed to be some diverse, anything can happen universe. And I think when mm. uh, speaking as geek, the, uh, Mr. Geekscape and Geekscape, you know, uh, being a genre podcast and pop culture podcast, what we think about you know, one thing that that is important is that you're telling diverse stories and it needs to come from diverse sources too. You, you can't right. just have be like, oh, we're going to do diverse stories right. about aliens and superheroes and all that stuff. But, you know, let's not have such a narrow source from which this fountain is supposed to spring. Like it's got to come from a lot of different voices. Yeah. Um, what are some of the best movies this year? And let's talk about a little about the Oscars. I know we haven't watched all the Oscar movies. We can't really sit in theaters too much. Um, I I think that, uh, some of the best movies were like directed by, uh, women. And I I thought Nomad, Nomadland was phenomenal. Did y'all get a chance to see Nomadland? Um, I have, Carolina hasn't, but it was, I didn't really know what it was about, I guess. When I first started watching it, I just heard like, oh, this is amazing. You have to see it. So I didn't really know what I was getting into. And I was just blown away. I was like, wait, this I mean, it's not a documentary, like, because these are actors, you know, but right. it felt so real. It was, it was crazy. And it was such a, like, I love those little slice of life movies where it's like, really not even a lot happens, you know, but right. it, you're still so like drawn into it just because of the characters and like the circumstances and everything. So yeah, I thought it was so good. And Chloe Zhao is getting the Eternals. Like she's already filmed the Eternals. She, that's the next, that's like the huge Marvel movie. It's got Angelina Jolie and a bunch of people in it. Um, she's definitely going to be one of those people who it's like, oh, where, what has she done before? And somebody, some, some Marvel fans going to watch the Eternals and love it. And then turn around and be like, what? She did no Land <laughs> like this movie. But I, I kind of love that. I, I love that Marvel is picking like really critical and well you know, well-educated filmmakers to to put together their superhero movies. And it's not just like, it's not the inside of a 
1990s comic book store. Yeah. <laughs> and especially right now too, when they're like making all the changes, you know, that it's like the perfect time that, well, let's make those changes behind the camera too. So yeah, exactly. I'm excited to see what Marvel's going to pump out. Like I know they have everything announced, but like, I'm just, yeah, I'm excited to see what's going to be different and new and exciting with it all. So along the trend, did y'all see Promising Young Woman? It's one that I haven't gotten mm-hmm. to, but I heard it's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. That yeah. was one too, where I didn't know where, what I was walking into and it totally kind of starts off like almost Tarantino like where you're like oh this is gonna get gory like shit is gonna go down (laughs) sure and it they she tricks you um and it doesn't it doesn't go that way and I just love I was talking about this with a friend the other day shout out to Katrina Sobrero about (laughs) I love it um that it's they do such a good job of you know keeping it light with some like the main actress, the writing's hilarious, but it touches a really like, you know, uh, strong, tough topic to just like talk lightly about. Um, and, and yeah, so I thought they did such a great job and that is, you know, listening to women who, you know, could are rape victims and, you know, I feel like, and like paying attention and, and actually doing something about it. So it's like hard to, you know, you know, talk about such great, like grave topics, but I think they, they did such a good job of of like kind of setting that world. And they have so many amazing actors on it too, that you were like, wait, she's in it and he's in this, like they keep popping up. And just, I heard everyone loved the script and just wanted to jump on board because this was a Emerald Fennel's first, I think her debut Mm -hmm. directing a feature, right? Yeah. I think wow. it, uh, yeah, I think I it was her that. first. Um, because she did some she did Killing Eve, which I also mm-hmm. me and Tessa both love. Love that Eve. show. Yes. Love. love that show. Heidi loves that show and I think that she's a, a genius writer. Um I just <gasps> haven't sat down to watch it. Uh, obviously I've watched really? um Fleabag. Uh, Fleabag. Fleabag's phenomenal. Yeah. And I love that she got added to Indiana Jones five. <laughs> that's actress, right i forgot she got about that. Indiana jones five and, and people are phoebe like Waller bridge is... what who's she gonna feel like, yeah uh phoebe waller bridge and people are like who's she gonna play i'm like okay let's bring back mutt is that what you want <laughs> like let's, i mean no offense but like i think she's talented and if yeah, you, she's very talented if you, yeah. if you hire an actress like that in front of the camera she can't help but help you out with the script a little bit you know what i mean mm-hmm. like She's That's gonna read cool. that script, and she's she's an incredible writer. Yeah, Fleabag is on it. Fleabag and, and Killing Eve were phenomenal. Yeah, I haven't seen Fleabag, so I'll have to tune into that. Oh, yeah, you, you definitely must. have to watch that. Here, here's my one thing with it: uh, go to season two. Just just watch season one, but like get okay. go go to season two. Like right. make sure that you get to season two because I I was kind of meh on season one. I'm not gonna lie, I was for like, real. I, for real, I was just like, all right, yeah, oh. I, get, I get what this is. I understand. Uh, season two hit, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> well, okay. see, Katie, you are a much more distinguished individual than me. Wait uh, I, 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 me I and my Ninja I Turtle shirt. Yeah, totally. I saw this, and I was like, oh, they're going to be some fucking. That, that was my approach. I was like, they're going to be some sex in this show. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm and that's and that's what sells for you? Sex sells for you? Uh, you know what welcome, else sex sells? Welcome to Geekscape. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt. You know, the, the show just from the off the bat was hilarious. Um, we we got a couple of other movies. I I really, really love Sound of Metal. I think that Sound of Metal on the performance too. size. Yeah. It, it just, 
it really did a phenomenal job creating that deaf world. Not that I'm deaf, not that any, I mean, my audience is now deaf, but um, just creating that, I guess that sphere of losing your hearing and the, the, the soundscape, I think was Dude, so impressive. It was heavy. It was a very sad one. <laughs> so get ready. It is amazing, but it's a sad one. <laughs> You're like, oh, my heart the whole time. Yeah, Riz Ahmed um, should the, get yeah. some kind of recognition for the performance because it's incredible. And you know what? Um, you are forgiven for the Venom movie. <laughs> like, you, you're, we're good now. Riz, we're good, baby. We're good. We we'll just yeah. pretend it never happened. Yeah, that's, that's that. the thing. We don't even have to talk about that movie. Riz, Riz is paying his mortgage, man. He ain't worried about no Venom. <laughs> that right? doing it. Cash, cash that check, baby. Cash that check. Uh, Trial of Chicago 7 I thought was great. I didn't see that. It's a good one. It's it's another like it's a heartbreaker uh type of movie. It's just it's really cool to see the entire process and see everybody's side of all of the story. It's fascinating, but it's it's a heavy movie. <laughs> it's a heavy movie. You got to be yeah. there. The movie I didn't see that I wanted to see, and it's not up for best picture, was Land by Robert Wright. Ooh, Did y'all see that one where she goes off the land and she like moves to like rural Colorado in the mountains and she tries to live off the land after the death of her husband and daughter? And uh, it wow. she she directed it, so I was I was really attracted to the idea that of that movie and the trailer looked great. I'm gonna um, check that one out too. Yeah. Female sure. director too. Rob, Robin Wright directed it. She's the lead oh, and wow. she directed it. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. It might That's be about awesome. like her her wanting to go post Sean Penn like in her life like <laughs> oh, yeah. a hard, hard hard reset. I'm gonna be <laughs> Damien Bashir in the mountains of Colorado and live off the land. Which I guess from the trailer is kind of what happens. Damien Bashir is in it as well, and mm. we all know him from your Tarantino love of Hateful Eight. <laughs> that yeah. one, yeah, yeah. And Robin Wright, man, everything she's in, like she just steals the show. Yeah, she she hogs the screen, and she, what a wonderful and powerful actress! Like, this is yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Jenna. <laughs> I know from Eddie. Jenny to like House of Cards, like what a. It's- it's a such a difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are there any movies that y- uh, y'all saw that were like, hey, this needs recognition, whether or not it, it's going to get it on Sunday at the Oscars? So there, are there any that you were like, oh, people are talking about this, but we're talking about this because it was really good? Actually, I have one that's a show, not a movie. Sure. Um, yeah. But I had watched it shortly after Promising a Woman without realizing they were kind of the same premise um, was I May Destroy You on HBO Max. It was, oh my God, like same kind of idea. Like it's about like date rape and stuff like that, but it is so dark and so messy. And so like all the main characters are like, you can relate to them in ways that it's like, oh, that's what I hate about myself. <laughs> you oh, know? Like, yeah. Wow. It's, it is so dark, but it is so good. I, I have heard this about this and I've, I've honestly, like, I've been curious, but I haven't watched it for this very reason. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> I feel like, especially like coming out of the pandemic and everything, I'm just like, I'm so not in a place to be ready. Yeah. For you have to be in a place. <laughs> yeah. You have yeah. to. Yeah. For sure. How about you, Catalina? Did you like witness anything that you're like, you know what? This isn't getting recognition that it deserves. And I love this freaking movie or, or TV show or Um, Well, just a shout out to another pod on the Geekscape Network, uh, my favorite episode of um, podcast, shout out. 
No, no, guys. No, no, shout it out. Shout the hell out. Yeah, no, let's shout I was out. waiting for the backup. Shout yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Katie was on the last episode talking about Ted Lasso. So hopefully, you geekscapists picked up on the show after Katie guested on it, if not before. Yeah. She, um, uh, we talked about my favorite show that I don't, I think is kind of underrated it because they didn't even see it before it was succession on hbo max mm-hmm. that is my oh, gosh, fucking yeah. show and i'm waiting for season three to come out i hope that it comes out soon i think they are in production currently for it so yeah like, i think one of the actors posted a photo of him in front of like the big office building that is supposed okay. to be, you know the, the big setting is Roy. This off- yeah yeah and uh and that kind of went viral online like oh shit they're going back into production on season three okay. and I mean, one thing is, uh, when you look at the Oscars coming up, they're keeping it to like three hours. All the musical performances are happening before the official Oscar ceremony to kind of keep it small. There's no host. They're kind of just clipping through it. There is a, there, there are a lot of movies this year that are kind of grim movies. Like Minari is not an easy movie. Judas and the Black Messiah is not an easy movie. And you're watching this and... I just am looking through this. I'm like, wow, these movies are really serious. <laughs> yeah. Where's where, where's Hubie Halloween when you no, need it? No, like, Hubie Halloween. But that's at, where... at the Sandler, save oh, Halloween. I couldn't get through. I couldn't get that. You I couldn't get so, through it. <laughs> you have no gratitude to what Hubie Halloween did to protect Halloween. Listen, maybe. I appreciated it. I watched it quite high, and it was hilarious. So <laughs> okay, there we go. That's how you do. It. Okay, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> That's why I loved Promising Young Woman. Again, I feel like they were able to put in the comedy so you weren't like, it wasn't just like heartbreaking the whole time. And you need that. You need that in these kinds of deeper movies to kind of bring some kind of levity. I mean, maybe not as much, you know, but like it's it's fascinating to me how people use humor in drama in order to bring that sort of like distance that you can have from these deeper, darker topics. Like I could like cake was such a hard one to slot, but I was like, I mean, it's an Oscar nominee. It was just like, I was like, yeah, but this is a tough movie. (laughs) You know? I mean, just have a dude get kicked by a fucking horse. <laughs> That's all you yeah. need. That's all you need. Everybody, to likes, everybody likes that. You know, no problem. Oh, you know? man. <laughs> People are going to be just... terrified to film with us because they're going to think they're going to get kicked by an animal. You know what I mean? Like, Well, in this next know, one, they're going to be like... that message out there. On the next I mean, one, they're going to be like, wait. We're doing. You're going <laughs> to Neuralink scan me into the fucking Matrix? I'm not doing your movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Shoot me up with the tech. I'm in. Well, uh, Katie, <laughs> I already got my yeah. vaccine. So. I mean, if you got the vaccine, then, you know. On the I, last episode, I got that chip. About, Katie went in for one vaccine <laughs> and she ended up getting another vaccine. I came out with another one, guys. It was a whole thing. Uh, Listen to the last week's episode. She went in <laughs> okay. for okay. Moderna. I went in for Moderna and uh, I was like, all right, see you in two weeks. And they're like, nope. And I was like, what? <laughs> They're like, you got Johnson and Johnson. I was like, oh, that's not what you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's a whole, that's like a sci fi movie in and of itself. It's like, yeah. my body is no longer mine. Like, big Pharma has taken it from me. You're a prisoner yeah. of Big Pharma. I'm so sorry, Katie. It's um, fine. I... It was an April Fool's Day joke. And uh, you know what? I'm still vaccinated. So joke's on you, kids. Okay, <laughs> All right. All right. And you know what? For those of you worried about getting the vaccine, just remember, 
Don't, you know, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, That's there are not. more sequels to Air Bud than there are people who have had blood like clots. blood clots. Okay. So let's just trust the science a little bit more and let's keep moving towards like an open, you know, uh, safe uh, place where we can go back to see the movies and maybe go to Comic Con and play Possum Disease in a pool. <laughs> and start a new one. <laughs> so- yeah, yeah, people be like, I ain't getting that fucking pool. There's a possum disease. Everybody's oh my God, we're going to be the dumb idiots that start the new disease, aren't we? Uh, Comic-Con's been canceled and quarantined because there's a possum disease running around downtown San Diego, spreading through the gas lamp. It's not con credits, it's a possum disease. It's um, possum 2021. Is possum 21? Is that what uh, that would be classified as? It's just a new activation. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Well, Geeks gave us that there's something stupid in the geek world. We are responsible. But I love that we had our friends from FemGuard here for uh, this episode. What I want you all to do, this is what I want you Geeks gave us to do. I want you to be like, forget this Geeks gave podcast. I don't want to listen to this. I'm going to go to my podcatcher and I'm going to subscribe to the FemGuard podcast. If only for the future stories of some dude getting kicked by a fucking horse on the next production. All right. Or better yet, when when they start putting together some crowdfunding for or whatever they do to try and raise funds for this next project because it sounds it sounds great and it's sci-fi it's right up our alley let's figure out how to make this movie as collective like geekscape's community between geekscape femregard and everybody else let's try and figure out how to make this thing it sounds great um so this is what you're gonna do you're gonna you're gonna follow them on social media you're gonna follow them on a podcast uh you're gonna you're gonna tell your friends about it and i mean other than that follow katie she's really funny (laughs) <laughs> and i'll be retweeting i'm like i'm like already like okay i'm gonna follow them right now <laughs> i can't be looking at my phone while we're on the live podcast. <laughs> yeah we're really big on instagram so at femregard you can see everything that we're doing we really are good at keeping everyone posted with our show our episodes and yeah what what tools we're using to get you know, know what the fuck we're doing so people don't get yeah. kicked on set. Yeah. Um, no so, one's getting know. kicked on their set, but I do need that to be like the production like video before your movies open up. It's just like the guy getting kicked <laughs> by the horse and then it just like zooms out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Geekscape, is, you have your mission. If there's any little mission left over for that, tell your friends about Geekscape. We have tons of shows across the network. We This is a community and we just, maybe it's my rambling on Stephen Seagal early on, but we didn't have enough time with these two. So let's have them back. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the show, everybody. Is that cool? Let's wrap it up. Yeah. yeah no, thanks thank for having us. So we were excited. This is great. I, I asked rhetorically because I think one of y'all is going to go get a vaccine shot. And get have that an chip. Appointment. Get so, chipped, guys. Just chipped. double check before you go in. Just double check yeah. which one they're getting. <laughs> which you one sure are this giving is, me? is this the Russian the Russian Sputnik Five? Is that what I'm getting? Is that what I'm getting? Amazing. Just pure ketchup, pure ketchup. Is that what it is? Okay. I mean, really though, you got the good end of the deal because now you don't have to go back. You know, I don't have to go back. I, you know, you I, might I, get I a blood clot anyway. I, you know yeah. what? I, I there's more of a chance of me getting a blood clot on my birth control medicine than it is for Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Sorry, Katie, you can only post one Instagram about this. That's the big drawback is you nope. missed out on the social event of the year. <laughs> okay, so. Dang it. So. All right. All right. Geekscape All right. Thank you for joining us this week. And uh again, subscribe to Femregard. We'll be back next week with a brand new podcast. All right. Enjoy. Talk to you later. Toodles. Thank Bye. you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.